Here's the big question. What if you had to start over from scratch and build a business with limited time and resources? Maybe the economy just pulled the rug out from under you, or you're in a business that's underperforming or a career that's going nowhere. How would you flip the switch to go from where you're at to where you want to go? A profitable business that supports your family and allows you to live the life you were meant to live. My name is Jason Liu, and each week I'm going to bring you guests that are further down the road while documenting my own journey. Welcome to the business of feeling good. What is going on here? Jason Liu with another episode of The Business of Feeling Good. And today I wanted to do kind of a quick two-parter. Um, if you've ever felt blocked, uncreative, felt like you just couldn't break through some sort of a mental barrier, maybe you just don't have clarity on something. So I wanted to share with you a little bit of a backstory. I'm in the process of designing a group course. Some of you guys have been asking for how to build an online business. But in addition to that, some of you guys wanted some free resources. So one of the areas that I was creating right now was actually a, an entire library of some of my best content that I could give you guys, gift you guys, for those of you that wanted to further the journey. And so for the past three days, I've had about six, seven ideas that have been floating around, yet not being able to feel like I've executed on any of them. Recording, um, designing the training, all of those things kind of felt like they were in the air. And so I actually ended up having a conversation again with Nick Pags Fit, who <laughs> I call him Nick Pags Fit. His name's Nick Pags. Um, he's a mindset coach. He's an entrepreneur. Uh, he's got an incredible library and course that he does around money mindset. And in the next two weeks, you guys will actually get an episode from him on this podcast, which I can't wait for you guys to dive into because it's one of my favorites. So anyways, before that, um, he was saying that I was asking about this idea around daily practices. And I don't want to take away from the episode that's going to come out, but it was so important because of how impactful it was. So I want you guys to grab pen and pad because I think the buzzword these days is morning rituals. How do you start your day? How do you make sure that you are centered and grounded before you dive into your work? And all of those things have been great. And I have tried so many practices. But this one, I really like, and it's called the state of being, right? Nick actually calls it um, your four ways of being today. I call it, I don't know, I choose to be. And essentially the practice is this. It is waking up each morning and setting the actual intention of who and how you want to be. And I know that sounds, before you shut this off and before that sounds super woo-woo, just, just bear with me for a second and push the judgment aside for just a moment. I, even if you're analytical and you're like, this doesn't make sense. Think about it in this way. You're calling in to being, you're, you're, you're embodying, you're not faking it, right? You're, you're just calling in to being a certain way. So that when adversity shows up, you handle it differently if that's your intention for the day. And it, it, it may not always go when you first start this practice, but I'm telling you, like, so the day the challenge was I hadn't delivered on any of the free training that I expected out of myself this week. And it was driving me nuts. Like I couldn't sleep. I wasn't focused. I wasn't present. Like, you know how like 
when you're not fulfilling on your word and your intention, it shows up in all areas of your life. And I was like, I just have to create like not the perfect content, not the perfect training, but I need to create. And today was that breakthrough day, but I started my day with the intention that I am going to be four things. And my four today were, I'm going to be resourceful. I'm going to be flexible. And for me, that means like when things happen or my daughter needs something and I'm in the middle of recording something like I'm flexible, I can roll with it. Right. Um, I'm creative and I'm tapping into my genius. Like genius was my fourth word because I know it's there. So I set my intention feeling kind of silly doing it. But then when I sat down at my desk and I found the usual conversations that come through my mind, like, ah, does this really make sense? Is this really going to land? Is this going to make an impact? Is this going to make a difference? Like I said, no, I'm showing up as resourceful so I can come up with new ideas. I'm going to be flexible. Then if I need to change my situation here, but more importantly, I'm going to tap into my genius and my creative side. And it flowed because I showed up not just mentally, but if you notice when you say those words, your entire state changes, your body changes. Like if you ever walked into a room and felt confident because you liked the way you look or you felt like you had value to give that room, you walk into that room differently as opposed to a room where you feel like, man, maybe I'm the weakest link in this chain here, or ah, are they going to like me? Like you, you, you come in smaller, but if you come into the day with, no, I I'm tapping into my creative genius. I'm tapping into my resourcefulness. You show up differently. And for some reason, whatever was stopping you, you almost embody, right? That other person. It's like, it's like Beyonce, right? She has an alter ego, Sasha Fierce, right? She shows up on stage. She's like, I'm this more introverted, much more shy, much more, um, I can't dance that way because I was brought up in a certain household where moving your body a certain way or showing a certain amount of skin wasn't acceptable. Yet, this is who I am and this is how I want to present myself because I know, right? I know what I can create and I know the power of music and dance and everything else. So she puts on this second persona and it's that same philosophy. So if you feel like you're not showing up as the best version of you, my encouragement to you is to take this practice and every morning start with four, right? If it feels too many, start with one. It doesn't matter to me, but start your day with an intention of how you want to show up, of how you want to tackle that day, of how you want to embody that sense of being. And watch, observe what happens when you dive into your work with intention. The last little tidbit I want to give you guys today is this. I don't know where I read it. I really wish I could give credit where credit is due when it comes to creativity. Maybe it came from Peter Kelly. Maybe it came from War of Art. Art of War. I'll get this wrong. Regardless, when it comes to creativity, maybe I even got it from Mark Hoverson. Anyways, it doesn't matter where I got this from. I want to impart it on you. I'm a huge believer when it comes to your work, anything creative. That could be something you write, something you make, something you put out into the world. It could be an idea. I think so often we're so afraid to be judged based on our work. Or I used to have this fear that if I put out my work or my best work or gave away my best work, that I wouldn't have the ability to create the next best thing. And I promise you every single time that I deliver the best content, the best value, the best version that I have at that moment, 
that the next time I try to go back to the well, there's always more. It's always deeper than you think. It's when you come to the well with the scarcity mentality, like if I dip it in too deep and I run out of water, what am I going to drink next? When you come with that mentality, the well dries up. I don't know why, but if you are constantly the conduit to be able to push out your creative genius again and again and again, the well never dries up because that inspiration gets to live in the world. And therefore, it comes back and it circulates. But if you're constantly stopping yourself from trying new things or putting out new content or or, um, shipping your art, then the well dries. So if you're stuck right now, I would encourage you to put out something versus nothing. Because that little bit might give you the fire. That one person that it lights it up gives you enough fire to come back for the second time and then the third time and then the fourth time and then the fifth time until you're at number 500 or 600 until your, your content and your posts and your, whatever you're putting out into the world has enough practice that you walk into that person you be, you want to become. So whatever you do right now, don't think you have to have it perfect, right? The old adage, don't get it perfect, get it going is true, but stop just listening to that term. And I would encourage you guys today to go ship, meaning make something and ship it. Make a post, ship it. Create an email, send it. Make a video, send it. Draw a piece of art, ship it. Because the more you do that, the more your well will fill up. Hope you guys got some life today. See you guys on the next one. Peace. Thanks again. I hope you guys grabbed some great value out of today's conversation. If you want to further the conversation, I'd love to meet you personally. We've got a free Facebook community that you can dive into, free content, more resources, and I do lives every single week where I get a chance to interact with you and help coach you on exactly what you need. If you want to find it, you can find us at The Business of Feeling Good, or you can search the hashtag BOFG. Again, that's hashtag BOFG. If you like this episode, please share it. I'd love to hear from you. Your comments, your reviews truly mean so much to me. It's the lifeblood of what keeps me going, and it's how I craft the content that's better going to impact you. I look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Until then, cheers. Cheers.